This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, Carm Capriato, the service aftermarket's podcast pioneer. Join me each week for aftermarket insights from my guest host and an industry first, a virtual shop tour. Use the industry's premier podcast as your personal networking resource. And as always, know that you'll learn one thing. The video for this show is on the Aftermarket Weekly page on RemarkableResults.biz or on my YouTube channel. Hey, good afternoon to all my automotive aftermarket peoples around and in North America. It's Carm Capriato, another Aftermarket Weekly episode. Wow, it's our week 124. And we are with Rena Rennebaum from Empowered Advisor. Hi, Rena. Hi, guys. So good to see you both. Yeah. Well, this is an inaugural episode. This is our first field trip. It's been so much fun getting out to conferences and, and going to shops and talking to people, finding out what people do sometimes uh, besides the normal job that they have, which is, in your case, what this is all about. It's a field trip to Rena and her husband, Nate's avocado farm. How cool is that? So Empowered Advisor, you're out there teaching service advisors, and uh, it's got to be an exciting job to uh, actually help people with the number one thing they have to do, and that is to grow sales. I love what I do. I also love the fact that on the weekends, I get to do something completely different. I work from my desk. You guys probably do too, all day. And so it's nice having something that is... Um, off outside of my desk to keep me just excited and motivated and just something very different than what I do every day. How cool. Well, Tracy Capriato is with us. I'm on. My right-hand person, and she was with us on this particular field trip at Rena's place in Fallbrook, California, just north of San Diego. Hey, I want to uh, thank Dorman, our great, great sponsor on the uh, here on the Aftermarket Weekly Show. Hey, we all know that fixing cars is different than how the OE builds them. Now, take fuel lines, for instance. Fuel lines run and rust along with the chassis of the vehicle by nature. Now, especially in the colder months, trucks can be exposed to snow, salt, or rain, causing failure due to the corroded fittings deterioration in the line. Now, to help you and your wallet, Dorman Products' team of engineers have redesigned the typical fuel line, introducing Dorman's flexible stainless steel braided fuel lines. Made from braided stainless steel over flexible PTFE tubing, this upgraded material features a corrosion-resistant design. Each fuel line is an exact fit with the dimensions of each application. Now, improved durability is the highlight of this new design. This innovation is a Dorman OE fix, which means it's something that the original manufacturer doesn't offer. These fuel lines are quality assured and backed by their team of product experts and more than a century of automotive experience. Hey, want to learn more about Dorman's innovations? Visit DormanProducts.com forward slash tour. Okay, Rena, I just can't wait to show this video that we took at your place that you call Casa Cielo Farms. Yeah, um, it means house in the heaven or house in the sky. And it is our little house of heaven. Hey, you, um, you did a great show with us. One of the role plays, Service Advisor Role Play number six, it was episode 245, and we were with, uh, let me see, Ethan Smith and uh, and Chad Jacks. This was one of the episodes that we did kind of a different format, and it was because of you. We did a role play, and then you wanted to do a redo. You wanted to talk to the team, re uh, kind of think what happened, and then we redid it. 
And that was the first time out of six different role plays that we did that we had a redo. So thank you for that. Yeah. It was a good show. It was fun. All right. So here's the deal. When we knew we were going to the Elite uh, Invitational in San Diego, don't ask me why, but I picked up the phone and asked Rita, says, we want to come to see your avocado farm. Or maybe you had a standing invitation. So I'm telling you, you're not just going to see this really cool behind the scenes weekend full-time gig that Rena and Nate have in growing 800 avocado trees. You're going to see a connection to the nurturing of avocados and the nurturing of, of our people in the industry. So let's play the video. Rena, what's going on with sales training today? I mean, uh, you, you've been doing this for 12 years, so successful at it. I mean, you're really changing lives out there. Thank you. I appreciate that. I would say we're really working on making sure that the team is all doing the same thing. So a lot of the times in a shop, you have somebody doing it one way, someone else yeah. doing it another way. So we are really focusing on making sure that everyone has the same process. Yeah, that, that's the word I took away. If you don't have a singular, similar, focused process, then heck, if Tracy didn't say, Dad, we have to do it this way, I do it my way. <laughs> well, we found that service advisors in one shop, they will check a customer in and it's completely different than the way the yeah. other one would. Yeah. Um, we sell different things. We look at an estimate differently. Yeah. And so we're really focused on making sure that if you were to come in and I was to check you in, it would be the same estimate, the same check-in, the same everything, the yeah. same process. Yeah. The DVI would be presented in the same way. Because there's a level of comfort that a customer finds when it's done the same. Can you imagine getting a complaint from a customer and the customer is saying something that the rest of the team says, well, we don't do it like that. Right. Because we broke our rule of uh, putting the same process into play for every situation, every experience and uh, critical. So you're working on uh, the sales process, getting it similar and the same. And can I almost throw the word communication up on top of there? Oh, I mean, that's probably number one. Yeah. yeah. You know, today I was doing a training um, at one of the shops that we work with, and the complaint was from one advisor. There's two advisors. One advisor was checking in a customer. The other one came over and corrected the advisor in front of the customer. And the advisor was so upset because he said, that makes us as a shop look like we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, right. And I have been working with this shop for a while to perfect the process, right? And it's two newer people, so we're still working on perfecting that. But we don't want to have Carm's way and Rena's way. We want to have the Our way. shop way. Yeah, right, right, the shop way. So it's ABC Auto Repair way. It isn't your way or my way. It, it goes so far to ingrain the culture of um, of oneness. That's the word I was looking mm. for, of, of oneness. You moved out. You didn't even tell Nate you were looking at houses. You found a house. <laughs> this is the first one you looked at. This is the one you bought. Yes. It came with some avocados. Yes. And uh, I have learned so much about avocados today because, of course, Nate and uh, Rena, they've got to know everything that they possibly could about mm -hmm. them if they want to, if they don't want their 700 trees. It's, it's, it's right it's, now, it's actually 854 trees. 854 trees. 854 trees right now. And so I think of an avocado kind of like a customer. You don't take care of it if you don't nurture it. It's not going to grow. Oh, my God, you're right. You were kind of explaining to me how you had to trim a few of the trees so that they could blossom. Mm -hmm. We talk about 
a lesson for leadership. So, yes, sometimes we end up having to get, you know, qualify our customers. And we had to do that with some of our trees. We had to look at the ones that had the best bloom, that had the best growth. And then we decided which tree are we going to keep? And because water is expensive. I become a new fan of avocados, just to let you all know. <laughs> Again, crazy me. I got some videos and some friends telling me it's a really good. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? Fruit. It's a fruit. It's a very good fruit to have. It's it's high in fat. But the pundits out there, the nutritionists, say you got to have that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fiber and fat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, you have a recipe. You made us a great guacamole. And what what else can avocados be used for? I mean, I've seen them put them on toast now. <laughs> It could be used in everything. Oh, I didn't know. That. We have Can you learned put it in spaghetti, macaroni. Maybe? Well, oh. I haven't done that, but I'm you know Italian. what I did do? I was just curious. Uh, I made a avocado uh, chocolate mousse. What? Yes, and it was delicious. Yes, so vegans would use because you know the creaminess will substitute ah, like the butter and yeah, the cream. Makes, it makes a lot. Yeah, of sense. and so the avocado can be a substitute for a lot of things for like a vegan. Um, but yeah, I mean we put avocado on our burritos, we put them on our tacos, we put them on every morning. I have avocado toast. This is a field trip. Are we learning stuff or what? <laughs> I love it. And uh, we talked a little business. We talked a little uh, avocado. Let's just kind of walk down near the end and point us out where we're going to actually. I think we're, I'd love you to take me down where the grove is. I mean, I think that whole hillside is trees of yes. yours, right? Yes. So that right there, that whole hill is about 750 trees. Down the hill, which is kind of hard to see, that's going to be the other um, hundred-ish. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we'll take you down through both groves. We call it the green gold. Green gold. Green gold. Cool. Yes. We call it the green gold because in California, to be a farmer, water is very expensive. And so we are growing green yeah. gold. Just to realize the, the amount of water that's needed to make all those trees healthy, wealthy, and wise. I want to get tell what the water bill is because so you have to literally just slowly step through the fat, the affordability factor of that. And uh, I can see that as a huge challenge. It's a, business, it's a big business decision you guys have to make someday. As to and make- you know, it's, you become so attached to a tree. I do. You know, I walk by and it's like, well, this one is so, it looks so nice, I'm, but it doesn't have blooms on it. Or, you know, it looks like it is um, maybe has root rot. And so we do. We have to make really tough choices when we're walking through our grove to decide which one lives and which one goes to tree heaven. Do you ever get attached to a client like that? All of them. (laughs) They are my trees. (laughs) I know. I can imagine. Here I'm I'm thinking about the nurturing that you're doing for clients and the nurturing you're doing and picking the trees and trimming them and getting them to be healthy and and, and growing fruit each and every year and then sending them off to packaging. Thank God you both have very, very good jobs because this would have probably taken years to become an official uh, damn millionaires avocado farmer lady. I don't think that anyone is a millionaire avocado farmer. Got it. Yeah. It makes, I don't think that's maybe yeah. in Mexico, but not in California. <clears throat> because you gotta have the right climate, you gotta have the right soil. I mean it's it's not anything you just don't plant a tree and it grows. Right. So every six months we have a soil and a leaf analysis done. Okay. Right. And that's gonna tell us, you know, if there's too much salt or, you know, really what the tree needs. And so we do that every six months and then we are on a program where we make sure that we're giving our trees. But the, the biggest thing is 
exposure right is they just need water and they need lots of it. So I, I did a little experiment the other day. Um, we have trees that haven't been watered very well. Um, and we have trees that have been watered really well. And if you were to look at the avocados, a tree that wasn't watered well, five ounces. A tree that was watered well, 10. Wow. Can you sell it for more money? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So like a, a five ounce avocado, I don't know what, what let's just say that one is going to get, you know, like 50 cents and we could get like two or three dollars okay. for, yes. For so the other one. Significantly. I love the analogy back to the business. You know, every six months you got to have, if it's not you as the owner, but someone needs to come in and do an assessment in different processes and, and the systems, uh, human resource, team culture, uh, communication. It's more important than ever. You, you don't pay attention to a certain aspect of your business today and you slowly start losing it. You may not even know you're losing Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I never even thought about it like that, but you're right. Like the person that comes and analyzes our growth for us yeah. is absolutely telling us you're doing some things right and yeah. you could be doing some things better. Yeah. And he comes and he checks on us and he walks our grove and he does that with us on consistently so that we know that, yeah, I'm investing money in the right yeah. trees, in the right place. It's no different than what you do. No, it's, you're right. Really? Because <laughs> on the way here, I was trying to come up with a connection that you would appreciate our discussion here. And mm -hmm. how can CARM bring this into the aftermarket? Will you help me do that? Thank Thanks. you so much. Let's go down to the grove. As we get further into our lesson on avocado, <laughs> but I got a lesson that uh, this avocado is extremely hard, and it's gonna, it's when it when it gets ripe, it gets dark, Rena. Right. Yeah. So um, this, we literally picked this off the tree what three minutes ago. Right. Um, and so yeah, it's, it's still very green. Um, so yeah, it will get turn black. And an interesting fact about an avocado is you can keep avocados on the tree until you want them to ripen. So avocados don't ripen really while they're on a tree. And so um, now this one will probably take about seven to ten days and the stem will fall off. When the when stem falls off, it's ripe. And you were telling us back at the house mm -hmm. that if you buy an avocado from uh, the grocery store, mm -hmm. try to find them with, even if it's a little mini stem left. Yeah. And when that stem falls off, it's, it's guac time. Yep. Thanks. I love that last like eight minutes of, you know, getting out in the Jeep and very hilly. But I have a comment to make that none of that was green screen. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that vista, those backgrounds were real and it was just awesome. What a what a fabulous place you have and what a tough job on um, bringing these trees around. Thank you. I appreciate you recognizing that. You know, when we were watching the video, you guys should see the way that the avocados look now. We actually, like the trees are loaded. The avocados are huge. They are going to be ready to go hopefully in March. So how long does it take an avocado to grow from like the little babies that we saw to when you end up purchasing them and picking them? Well, I mean, it's like almost a full year. Really? Because wow. um, as soon as we start picking, then we start seeing babies right away. So it's really like a full year for wow. an avocado tree. You're really nervous about the heat wave that's out there. You really could have damage from that. Yeah, we can have sun damage. The tree could also just start rejecting the avocados just to stay alive. Fingers crossed, saying no. prayers that we, yeah, that they're okay. 
they seem like fickle trees. Now they are seem very difficult to kind of maintain. They're very particular from what it seems. I mean, you can't just take a watering can and and then be good, right? Yes. Uh, to be honest, Tracy, this is the only tree that I've really cared for in my life. I don't really know about other trees. So I know a lot about an avocado tree. I know that they have, that their roots don't go down, their roots grow out. Oh. And so you you have to be like careful with the root system. And yes, they need a lot of water. They like the soil that they're in. So Fallbrook, where we live, is the avocado capital of the world because this is the perfect climate, the perfect soil, the perfect everything for them. And so you guys have had our avocados before. They're amazing. Amazing. So if I wanted to get avocados from you, do I call? Do I write? Do I go on a website? How could I get some of uh, Rena and Nate's avocados? We have a Facebook page. It's Casa Cielo Farms. And just hop on and send me a message. You can email me. You can call me. You can do whatever you want to get avocados. Most people uh, find us on or Instagram. Um, Casa Cielo Farms on Instagram too. So either Instagram or Facebook. It's important to spell Cielo. Uh, Cielo. C-I-E-L-O. I got it. Casa C-L-O Farms. Cool. We talked earlier about the issue where the um, service advisor was doing it and another person came up and said, hey, you're doing this the wrong way. What would you teach an individual who recognizes that there's a problem there on how they correct that without putting the individual in a bad place? That's a good question. I think that it's pulling that person aside afterwards. I just don't think that we should correct in front of a customer, even in front of, you know, another uh, employee or a coworker. I think it's we pull that person aside and we say, hey, I noticed this. This is how we should be doing it. And I think um, the biggest problem is that there probably isn't a written process at that shop. And so that shop is allowing everyone to create their own process. And so someone says, hey, this is wrong. But the truth is, is we should probably create a process for it, put it in writing, have everybody see it, sign it, and make it part of their daily routine. Got it. So another thing, you had mentioned that you get attached to a tree. (laughs) I did. did. And I want to know how that works. Ask mom. Mom was like that. (laughs) I mean, the truth is, is that they're beautiful and it makes me sad that, well, this one just, it doesn't have fruit this year. And if water was more reasonable, we would try to keep them all. Since you guys have been here, we've made a lot of changes. The one area that had some dead trees, like right when we were coming down the hill, it was on the video. We actually are clearing that out and that is going to be grapevines. And so we're going to see if we can get our green thumb at some grapevines. Oh, what does that turn into? I wonder. (laughs) Hopefully wine. (laughs) Wow. You get your own label. Perfect. Casa Cielo Vineyard. I'll tell you, I felt like I was living the dream in that Jeep. I felt like I was in Jurassic Park because the video doesn't show it, but you actually go up cliffs on this Jeep and Nate's, he is driving through thick bushes. We're going over rocks. I mean, it was, it was an incredible ride, but you see that these trees are actually grown on inclines almost. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yep. They like that slope. For sure. And I always say to myself, how are we going to get up there and harvest on this crazy slope? 
but we figure it out. And you handpick them, don't you? The Yeah, that's amazing. Every single one will be handpicked because you have to cut the stem, right? Okay. You can't yep. pull it from, you have to cut at the stem. Now, so, and that's um, something that you had said with picking an avocado in a grocery store. What should you look for? What should you feel the ones in the grocery store? I mean, it's it's tough to say, but generally I like to get, well, I don't buy avocados in the store any longer, yeah. but when I am at a store before this, I am looking for an avocado that actually isn't ripe yet because the ones that are ripe are probably, those are going to be the ones that are rotten. And so I let them ripen at home and then wait for the stem to fall off because that lets you know, like when it just naturally falls off, that lets you know that it's ready to go. And I want to say this, not every single one of them falls off, um, but most of them do. Most of the stems fall off when they're ready to go. Say I really want to make guac tonight, so I really need to find a ripe one, okay? I mean, I I didn't plan my grocery shopping well, and I need to make guac tonight. So what would I look for if I want something for the weekend, and what would I look for if I want something today? I guess if you're going to look for one today, you're going to want to look for one that doesn't have the stem. And if you're looking for one for like three to five days out... Um, Because remember, I told you guys, you know, once you cut an avocado from the tree, that's when it starts to ripen. And when our avocados are just harvested, so like in May, they will, March, March, they will take like two weeks to ripen. So as a grower, you can pick and then get to market and there's still time for people to, to get them and have them be decent. Wow. By the way, one of the takeaways I got was green gold. And, you know, when I think about our industry and when I, when I think about the great people that work for us in, in this industry, we classify them as really critically important to our business. We call them gold. To me, I think what you're doing in the fields and what you're doing for your full-time job empowering advisors, I almost think it is an incredible parallel, Rena. It is. Well, look, at if anyone has an idea for a field trip that we could come out and do now that we've broken the ice and we have our first one, we have, we have another one in the can ready to go. It's actually being edited and a million other ideas that have been coming into us as we've been telling, talking to people about doing a field trip. So I just want to encourage people that occasionally we may go off structure and not necessarily do a virtual shop tour. But do something like this because there's so many great people in our industry that have interests and hobbies that uh, fulfill their lives. This was a great start. So thank you to you and Nate for inviting us to Casa Cielo Farms and hanging out with you and seeing your beautiful avocado farm in your lovely home. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, you, Rena. Glad to be the first one. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.